if you think I'm going to say it, I'm not doing it. Because you're just going to interrupt me like you did last week. Oh, come on. It's okay, buddy. You can do it. We're not going to interrupt you. We missed it. Pinky swear. Right. This is your moment. <sighs> this is my moment. <laughs> Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, okay. all right, all right, all right. We don't have time for that. We're it is time. Moon Knight, episode two review. Let's go. Episode two. You just got Will slapped again. <laughs> bonus episode. We got 29 minutes. I, I love bonus episodes. Bonus episode going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. Talking Moon Knight on a Monday. <laughs> This falls apart very quickly. Um, so this is going to be me posturing, okay, in this review episode for 30 seconds, okay? New rock stars had a little snafu in their YouTube uploading because of some live stuff that they were doing. And their review of Moon Knight Episode 2 went up early because they actually get early access mm. to the Moon Knight episodes, like the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, so yeah, that a few people get, like, I think the first four episodes well no, no no so they get early access to each episode so that way they can well what i'm assuming is they get early access unless it's just the first four and they're just going off of notes that they have from it because people are like how do you already know what happened in episode two because some people watched it and like got yeah. a full breakdown of episode two before the episode actually even came out and so it's like how do we get on that list i want to be on the list for like early premieres yeah i know we don't have a percent of a percent of their followers, but our podcast matters too. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. Um, gentlemen, Moon Knight episode two. Let's get quick initial out of 10. Joe, out of 10, Moon Knight episode two. Yeah, I, I said it in my video review. I think I'm going to stand by it. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember what I gave the first episode. Okay, cool. Fair enough. I want to say it was a nine point. I think it was nine point seven five. Nine point seven five. Nine. I want a half a point higher than what I gave episode one. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I did enjoy it thoroughly, and there were some new things that they did in this episode that I think gave it just a little bit of an edge. Yeah, from, for me, that's anyway. fair. That's fair. Jay, Doctor Jay. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I I feel like out of the the three of us, I'm usually the one that's the contrarian. Uh, usually, um, more critical of stuff and. I guess I'm sticking true to my character because um, I, while <laughs> I did enjoy canon of dirty talk. exactly while I did enjoy the episode, I did not like it as much as episode one. Um, so I would probably rate this a seven point eight out of ten. Ooh, Ooh, not even an eight! Wow, because you gave it a nine something last week, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. I think you went nine and a half last week on episode one. Yeah, it's a pretty big step back for me last year. Moon Knight pooped and Jay's Cheerios. He sure did. Um, I'm going nine and a waning crescent moon out of ten <laughs> for mm. Moon Knight uh, episode two. I enjoyed it. I just rewatched it as I was. Getting out of my car, sat in your driveway for a little bit to rewatch the episode, and had a grand old time watching it. So is because last time you gave it a waxing crescent, right? Technically, <laughs> both of those are the same. Just waning is going down to a new moon, correct? And waxing is going to a full moon, right? So which one is better? Mm. <laughs> Even though they're technically the same shh, amount of moon. Shh, 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 shh. 
<laughs> Which one did you prefer? Well, one's well, less one's less hairier than the other. Yeah. Hey. Um, I don't know that I preferred either one over the other. That deserves a much bigger laugh. <laughs> than what we got? Like they are, they're this. It's the same show, obviously. Obvious statement is obvious. However, like it almost felt like two different styles of episodes. Yeah. Um, the first episode was very expository. And so was this one, but just in a much different way. The thing I appreciate about episode two is it is longer, so they fit the same amount of exposition in while also making more room for action with the runtime of the episode. Because there's just objectively more action in episode two as opposed to episode one. And I think the action sequences work really well. I love the shot of him running across the rooftops with the moon in the background. Like, love that whole thing. But, um... Yeah, do we want to like break it down moment by moment like we tried doing uh, last week, or do we want to do like reviews of the episodes? How do we want to handle Hello. this? Hey, Bowie. Bowie. Bowie's making an appearance tonight. Bowie's making his moves. Oh. Hey, friend. Please don't attack me. Okay. Yeah, I need to settle him in. Bowie's already. Um, you've been chosen. Well, yeah. Let, let's go, let's go couple scene by scene. We don't have to necessarily go through every scene, right? Again, like last week, we don't have a ton of time. We're trying to get through this fairly quick so that you guys will be ready whenever episode three, three. airs this upcoming Wednesday. Um, Tomorrow, I, 3 a.m. Yeah. Technically, two days from now, if we're counting t- today's Monday. <laughs> well, I'm just telling people, whatever you what, guys are when the episode goes up will be tomorrow at 3 a.m. Yeah. And so I, I do agree with you and how you're talking about how it's – Almost feels like two different shows in, yeah. a, in a way. The The main reason why I did not enjoy this one as much as the the first episode is I feel like they kind of revealed their cards too quickly. Um, they did a very, very good job in that first episode of going through and then showing you the um, what um, Stephen was thinking and his sure. thought process. But they kind of get rid of that sense of mystery real like very, very early on. It's like, okay, now they're both here and they're both able to talk to each other. There's not really any mystery as to what's happening, in my opinion. Another thing is there was more um MCU tropes in this episode. Sure. Where it kind of reminded me that this is an MCU show. Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with MCU shows. It's just like you get these action sequences, but in a break of the action sequences, they have to have some like comedy routine. That's fair. I can that I can see that. It just pulled me out of like the it, it got any sort of like, oh, this is a dire moment. Like I'm supposed to be like really worried about what's gonna happen here. Like it just totally pulls you out of something like that. Right. To where it's like, oh, oh, we're gonna okay. laugh that he's in a going that route again. Comic book accurate suit. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, and I can I can agree with that because it's like you have that moments like summon the suit and like he's almost having a mental break when they're up in like the tower yeah. of that cathedral or wherever they're at. It's like, oh, this is like a really sombering moment. Like he does not know what to do. Then the jackal comes in, he's freaking out, falls down, you know, bangs his right. head. I honestly thought like he's just gonna black black out and turn into Mark Spectre. So I do yeah. love that that's how they introduce Mr. Knight. But then like his character is so goofy. That it almost pulled me out of the Mr. Knight character from the comics because he's like, right. he's the put together version of Moon Knight, where Moon Knight's like an absolute killer. Right. Mr. Knight's like, so what's the problem? How can we help you? 
like wheeling and dealing, and this Mister Knight's like, "Where like, am I? I don't what." He was kind of like Deadpool. Yeah, the yeah, Deadpool feel, which yeah. I, I actually, again, maybe I'm just now painfully optimistic, but I, I found that entertaining. I loved <laughs> Mister Knight though. At the same time, like I do have my complaints about it, but it's like. Whenever he stands up and in the reflection marks, like, what are we wearing? Right. Yeah. That's such a funny moment to me. And then, uh, and then he even makes that comment. Like, we do look pretty good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I can see where I would almost like that moment to happen a little bit later on. Right. Where it's not just instantly dramatic tension gets thrown out a window and then comedic break. Well, I, so right. I will say this because you, you talked about how it's almost like they gave their cards away too quickly. There's only six episodes. Yeah. There's only six episodes, and I feel like there's still a lot they have to get yeah. done. You still, I mean, we still have to figure out, because they're setting up kind of a, is Khonshu being selfish and... Dude, I love Khonshu's representation yeah, this episode. Is, 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 yeah. is Khonshu being shady? Uh, is, you know, is it Ahmed? Yeah, is, Ahmed. Are they being shady? Like, there's a lot of answers that still have to be Addressed a lot of questions that still have to be addressed, and yeah. I think that the quicker those two moments, like we had to, we had to figure out they had to introduce Mister Knight at some point, right? Because he's going to come into play, and you, you, I think one thing they set up is there is a battle now between Stephen, yeah, between Mark and Stephen won in this episode, in my opinion, yeah, he Stephen, broke Mark for the for the first time. Stephen fought back. And was like, no, I am going to... And now, eventually, he had to give it over to Mark. But right. for a hot second, not only did he fight and take control, but he took control and then became a right. superhero Right. in the process. And I also love the moment in the square, like at the end of the episode, where he's looking into the mirror, explaining to Steven, you know, yeah, reflections help. You know, a lot of the time, you're fighting to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Um, and they're having this argument. And like different perspectives of the mirror, you see Steven's full face yeah. and then other shots. It's like scattered because of the way that the glass is cracked. So it's like, it's a broken personality still. Right. So it's like, you have those moments where they're like showing you that this is a broken person. This is a broken personality. And then Mark absolutely breaks and just demolishes that mirror because yeah. like Steven's fighting back for the first time. I thought it was a really cool moment in the episode. It's very, like it yeah. very much pulls on that. Like I think any the moment the between, Steven and Mark is where the show is hitting its mark for, yeah. like, for no pun intended. Right. Yeah. And it's the interaction between these characters that I think is really, really vital to this show where it kind of throws me off is like there. Now there is no mystery to the interaction of these characters. In the first episode, whenever you see Mark appear in the bathroom, Dude, wall, that was so spooky. It's so it's terrifying. It's yeah. like, yeah, you feel for Steven. Now it's like, I get that there's like six episodes and so they have to do, they have to prioritize certain right. things over that. But I would honestly be okay if almost every single episode in this series, if I had no idea what was going on, if it was this, like we mostly just get the, the, um, the in the same way that the first episode does where you are in the life of Steven and then these things are happening and then you realize that Mark has taken over, but you have no idea what's happening. I think something like that would really do this show well whereas like now the only direction that i can see this show going not that i'm like dogging on the show or anything it's like i think it'll still be one of the better of the um of the mcu disney plus shows but i think the only direction that they can really go is now 
setting it up towards, all right, Moon Knight is fighting a a villain and they have to have some conflict that's going to happen. Whereas like, I would love for them to really, for the main conflict of the show to be the, the dichotomy between Steven and Mark. Cause I think that's where the money is with these two relationships. That's where the best parts of the past two episodes have been is between those two people. I and do so, think they still have set that up though, with that final scene of him in the mirror of Mark still having to fight Steven. I do hope they kind of lean into that, like darker, spookier side of episode right. one going forward. Um, just cause that's, I feel like that's set it apart so much from, right. you know, the other MCU shows especially, you know, going into Multiverse of Madness, which is, you know, essentially the first MCU horror film. Right. And, you know, just kind of priming us for that with Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I, I agree that this show really shines in the interactions between yeah. Mark and Steven. And I hope that they're not just going to be reduced to, like, funny bits. You know, yeah. like, I want it to be... I want to continue to see those fights with himself in a mirror in an alleyway. Right. You know, like, that's so, what I want to keep seeing. I think that we did get a little bit more humor in this episode. Yeah. One thing I think that we, I still think they did great. It was a different humor though. Cause we got humor in the first episode too. We, we did. did. Like, we got, we got like Gus MCU, and the goldfish. Yeah, MCU it, humor. Yeah. There was, one. there was some MCU, MC, MC humor. There we go. MC we got the humor. black widow heroes pose like heroes landing kind of humor. Yes, we did get that. Now, but I still think one thing that they did was they didn't make it too goofy though. With, yeah. With, with their with conversation. You know, when he when he kicks that mirror at the end, I mean, this dude yeah. is, and that was Mark. Yeah. Like, Mark. The put-together one that knows the, what's going the on. The put-together one who's who's been in, is in on the secret, knows what's going on. He is broken. And you, you find out, you know, it's his it's his wife that's that's on the line now, too. Yeah. Because Conchu yep. wants his wife to, to be. Yeah, the new Moon Knight. The new Moon Knight. And so now he's got this conflict of, I take care of Conchu, fulfill my, 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 you know, my, my, my mission, my mission. But if I do fulfill my mission, I'm basically giving this curse burden, burden to my wife. Right. Right. So there's a lot of layers there. So Mark is a broken person. Yeah. Just as much as Stephen is. Yeah. In two not, very different ways. It's not a little bit more. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I would even argue more because Stephen, yeah. everything's fine in his life. It's not great, but it's fine. He's okay with it. He's fine. He yeah. loves his little goldfish. Yeah. He's got a nice little apartment. Yeah, the guy parks the little, you know, rake like, thing right outside like the door. It's almost world. Yeah. yeah, but he's good. But um, I really enjoyed the scene where Steven is, he's sitting there with Arthur. He's there like talking back yeah, and forth great about scene. great scene. Really I was actually going to bring that up next. Yeah, anything the, the where. Camera shots in that, in that, yeah. that scene. Fantastic. Phenomenal. And it's like, I've really enjoyed the, they're like, he's going back and you, he, Arthur reveals that he was Conchu's avatar at one point. Right. He's no longer Conchu's avatar. And so they're going back and forth and Arthur's kind of sharing his view. And it is a compelling view, the way, like yeah. how this cult or whatever you want to call them are viewing life and viewing justice. It's compelling in and of itself because it's like, okay, it's the same thing of like the Thanos, like yeah. baby. Um, thing that um, that uh, oh, what's his, what's his face brings it up in um, Infinity War or in Endgame. He's like, so if Thanos is a baby, can't we go back and just oh, like, yeah, who's that? Uh, Ant Man, I think it was. No, no, Rhodey, Rhodey. Okay, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, it does bring up the Thanos, like, uh, if you want to call it a, it was, it was motion with his hands, and you know, I would, <laughs> I would love to know though, whenever Arthur Harrow became this like you know 
figurehead for Amit. Because was it after the Thanos snap? Because it would be very cool, like kind of character development where it's like we had Thanos come in who snapped away a random 50% of the population. Right. And then, you know, the world spiraled into chaos and whatnot. However, I have a power now to, you know, get rid of only the bad people. Right. And create a perfect utopian world like Thanos was trying to create. And so taking it from a very different perspective. And I can see why, you know, the people that survive would stay with the cult and be like, I'm a good person. So part of me thinks that he's lying about being the previous moon. I would think so too. But like, I love the scene where he's like, I'm real justice. Let me guess. He's telling you that he's real justice right now, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. that's true. It's like he quotes him so much right after he says things. Can we also talk about the fact that this cult, bunch of vegans, and they're watching documentaries. I don't think they're all vegans, though. I think he's a vegan. Okay. Well, the leader is a vegan. That's fair. <laughs> and there's a large group of them for fun watching. Watching just a whale breach. Yeah. And like hummingbird feather. Like yeah. flying. Real art deco documentary. But just goes to show nothing good nothing comes good out of being vegans. a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> we went two very directions. Very different directions with that. But um, I, I, I really love this We probably scene. just lost at least two listeners. Part of me wonders, <laughs> though, is... If Arthur Harrow can see the jackal, right, that he summons. Oh, yeah, good point. And so I wonder if he can actually see Conchu and just hear him and is lying about being the previous. Because nobody else can see the jackal. Layla can't no. see the jackal. Like, nobody can see it. Like, I'm mm. wondering. It took me a second to figure out, because when they're watching the video, the, the surveillance, yeah. I'm like, okay, what's... Why do they keep cutting away from the jackal? <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Bowie's trying to destroy the room back there. Yeah. Um, why, yeah. why do they keep cutting? But that now that... It took me a second. It dawned on me. Oh. They can't see the jack. Right. Yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed Steven. Steven finally, this is like the first time that Steven really takes a stand for himself. And this is his child. <laughs> it's <Sorry>. children <laughs> in the background. Uh, or Steven really takes a, takes a stand for himself where yeah. he's, yeah. he's first and he's talking and he's like, wait, you guys murder children. Like, right. He's I, like, so what you're saying is you'll kill a child who may do something bad in 30 years. Like, yeah. I don't want any part of that. He goes, you're all good with this, right? You're it's all like, good with this. Killing child, children. Cause I think I draw the line at child, <laughs> child murder. Um, but it, it's really interesting to me because all throughout the show so far and in any interaction that you have with Steven, he's kind of a doormat really. Yeah. And yeah. his job, he's walked over by, by his boss. And anytime no one refers to him with the right name, Scotty. Yeah. Scotty's like, Oh, Steven and Stevie, even, even as part of um, whenever Steven turns into Mr. Knight, he literally says, he's like, yeah, my name's Steven, Steven with a V yeah. as he's about to fight this guy. It's like, this is the first time that Steven, I think it starts with that scene that he kind of takes a stand and takes, he stops being a doormat. I think that's yeah. really yeah. cool um, character development that he's done just in such a short time. Um, but he's like, yeah, I'm, you would think that he would be like, oh, yeah, it sounds like you guys are doing the great thing. I'm going to run away. But he's like, Wait, yeah, you guys murdered children like that's messed up. Right. right. And then that only leads into him saying like him taking the stand and actually punching the the jackal. And I think it'd be really cool to keep watching them fight over the body yeah. and watching, yeah. you know, Stephen now knowing that he can summon Mr. Knight and rip fenders off of cars and, you know, take on a jackal fighting for control even more of the body and being like, listen, you've not been able to get this done. Maybe we do it my way, you right. know, as Mr. Knight, as opposed to Moon Knight. Like, I'm, I, th- I think it'd be really cool. 
So here's my question too: Is Mister Knight and the Moon Knight characters are those also two separate people? Like, are, are, is there going to be? I'm not. I guess I'm not deep enough in the comics where. So I think what they're doing in the show is Moon Knight isn't a separate personality. So it's he, just Mark Spector the right. donning the suit. Okay. And so Mister Knight is just Stephen Grant donning the suit. Okay. Right. So yeah. Which is why they're, too, and I love that they made it two different suits that way. Like, I think it's pretty clever. It's very reflective of how they handle things, too. It's like Moon Knight, he's like, it's the ceremonial armor of Khonshu. Like, yeah. And for him, he's like, she told me to summon a suit. He kept telling me to summon a suit, so I summoned the suit. I look pretty good about this. <laughs> he like, he's like looking for the scare, pulls out the little poles. He goes, What are these poles for? <laughs> and then doesn't use the poles to fight the jackal. Like, yeah, he's he just punching him. Again, that was very Deadpool ish. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed that part. I think they may be setting us up a bit for a character like Daredevil, where it's like, here's a little teaser of like that kind of weird, almost fourth wall breaking character. Oh, and like then, Deadpool? Yeah. And you then, just said like, Daredevil. Oh, sorry. <laughs> then we're going to throw you into the deep end with just Deadpool being Deadpool. Yeah. Right, right, right. Where it doesn't like completely break how characters have always acted in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I think. It's interesting that you have somebody like Arthur, and this is getting into some irresponsible speculation. Oh, yeah. But you have somebody like, like Lord, your claws are sharp. <laughs> not, you, Joey. not Joe or myself, the, the cat. <laughs> yeah. um, you have someone like um, Arthur who is mentioning like getting rid of evil, and he mentions... Like he mentions Hitler in the first episode and getting rid of Hitler, yeah. But he hasn't mentioned Thanos, which is it's interesting. I think right now that is the only tie that I've been able to find to that makes me question if any of this is actually real. Sure, it's like okay, you think that'd be brought up? You think that would be the number one thing that they bring up, especially for something like Disney to mention their own movie before? I mean, they do that all the time. Has anything else been mentioned at all? No. There's nothing so far from, I think this could be proven, and I can go into a little bit of cleaning house and some stuff that I was wrong about from last episode that I want to clear the water with. Um, But to my knowledge, I did not pick up anything of the first two episodes that tie this back to anything else in the MCU. Right. Other than the fact that it has the MCU, like, intro. Right. Um, I think that, but, like, for one of, like, First of all, this is me kind of clearing up some stuff that I was wrong about. Last week, I said that um, it was finally the whenever Stephen, um, like, Khonshu appears to Stephen. He's flipped out. He goes to, um, he goes into his work. And then the security guard, I said that the security guard took his phone away as his mom was calling. Mm-hmm. That was me not paying attention and whenever that scene and I thought that that was it's actually the security guard calling his own mom right the security guard was like my mom's calling I have to go away yeah and then I also said that uh, the scene that me and Brandon were talking about where the 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 scales being on the person being on uh, Arthur's arm that I thought that they were moving a certain direction for green and another direction for um, for red that was also wrong so I do agree with Brandon about that design choice. I do think the coloration. Kinda, I do think it's kind of cheesy yeah. now and rewatching the episode again. Um, but I did think it was interesting that not just Arthur has the tattoo. 
Yeah. That was something we didn't see in the first episode, at least not to my knowledge again. But they could have been. But I just noticed in this episode. No, we, he, we do see that in the first episode. Because who else at, has it? Uh, the security guard Secu- at the museum. He Got pulls you. it back and yes, he's like, oh, you're, you're one right. of them too. So that's like yeah, the stamp totally of right. those chosen by Amit. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, but I think it's interesting that they they dived into that. And it's like, I wonder, like, is Arthur's the only one that can determine whether somebody is, has a balanced life or, right. or isn't a balanced life? It's like... Allegedly, how- the staff of Amit that he has, like, I don't think everybody shifts like that. I think it's just a tattoo showing that they've been chosen. Yeah. And I think the staff, that's Amit's staff, decides that they're good or bad because allegedly they... Amit... Um, judges their past, present, and future. And that's right. why they're like, yeah. That woman's like, I've been good my whole life in the first episode. I've been good my whole life. And he's like, Amit's never wrong, so you'll probably do something bad later on. Goodbye. Yeah, And, and like, I, she just dies. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I begs the question, is like, what, is Arthur, was Arthur actually selected by uh, right. Amit, or could anybody who wields that staff wield the same the power that same thing. Arthur has? I think, I, I don't know, dude. This is all irresponsible speculation. Yeah. I'm leaning, honestly, I'm leaning that Arthur wasn't, and I, I could be proven wrong next week, and this could hurt. Yeah. I could be proven wrong in two days, and this could hurt. But I'm guessing Arthur wasn't actually a fist of conchu. Right. Yep, that's my irresponsible speculation. I think he's lying. Interesting. Yeah, because it, it's like, how did he get out? Right. Because and why was like, he okay with getting out? Kanchu is using Layla to keep Mark Spector inside. Right. But what, I mean, like, Mark Spector has no relationship to Arthur that we know of. I yeah. mean, maybe they're best buds in another life, but they don't act like it. Yeah, and Arthur's like, you know, I was the fist before you. And it's like, right before you or, like, you know, decades ago? It's like, how old Who are knows? you? Yeah, because it's like, Mark Spector died in a pyramid in Egypt in the comics is how he got selected by Conchu. So it's like, are we rolling off of that? And so did just Conchu just not have anybody for however long? Who knows? But I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a fun watch. I did enjoy the episode. Didn't sound like I did. I did enjoy the episode. I (laughs) hope that moving forward that it kind of sticks to the more mature tone that we got in episode one. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with like the, the MCU like cut up and stuff. I think it does kind of lessen moments that really could hit heavy. Right. Um, I think that's another thing that would, that happened in no way home that I wasn't the biggest fan of. It's like the first act of no way home is kind of skippable. Really? It really is. And then it like really hits its mark in the last act. The last act is almost flawless of that movie. Um, and so I think that moving forward with moon Knight, I would really like to see, um, a, a more mature tone like and I would like to see more distance between Mark and Steven yeah. it's like I, if Steven now can call in the suit at any point it's like it kind of lessens for me it kind of lessens the the effect that the show had that the show developed in the first episode right and so I'd really like to see them kind of stay away or play into that play into that in a yeah. creative way um, but overall, I really, I really enjoyed the episode. Not quite as much as the first episode. Sure. I thought the first episode was almost flawless, if not flawless. One thing that we didn't mention yet, we got like three minutes left, but they end in Egypt. Yeah, yeah true. And I'm so looking forward to 
what happens now? Like, are yeah, we, just are wakes we going, up in Egypt. Yeah, are we going full Tomb Raider? Are we like what? What's about to happen? And I mean, and also notice how they didn't give you any clear indication of who woke up in Egypt. Yeah, just like, yeah, it's they gave you so whenever they pan over into Egypt, Mark's they have somebody one of the versions. Yeah, you don't know if it's Mark or Stephen. Yeah, they have one of the versions in the mirror with a blanket hanging over him. I'm guessing that is Stephen because right. it's more of like a someone who is like cowarding Scared. under a blanket and then they have the other person who is sitting there with a bottle of whatever just absolutely laying it back and so it'd be interesting i've heard a couple people speculate that maybe that isn't mark or steven jake lockley yeah maybe um i don't know how far i would go into something like that maybe that's a branch of uh, irresponsible speculation that i wouldn't dip my toe into um but i think it's interesting that that's where the show's leaving us. I'm really excited to see what this next episode entails. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, thirty seconds for each. What's something you you want to see in the next episode? Um, I want to see a superior Spider-Man esque relationship between Stephen Grant and Mark Spector. And I will try to do a really quick TLDR. Superior Spider-Man is a run of Spider-Man where Doc Ock takes over the body of Peter Parker and realizes that Peter Parker has been pulling his punches since day one. He, like, fights the vulture, breaks his jaw off of his face with one punch, and he realizes Spider-Man has been pulling back so much so he's not killing all of his enemies. Ends up being an incredible Spider-Man character that I hope we bring into the MCU or into the (laughs) Spider-Verse at some point, please. Um, And so, but as it progresses, the conscious of Peter Parker starts coming into Doc Ock's mind mm-hmm. and helps him be a hero. Okay. So it like it helps Doc Ock move away from wanting to use his powers just to benefit himself to yeah. being the Spider-Man character and you have Peter Parker talking to him in his head. I would love to see Stephen Grant and Mark Spector interact with each other more just as like thoughts in their own head. I think it'd be really cool, really cool homage to cool things like Superior Spider-Man and that's what I want to see. Um I just, I, I guess, I want to say, I want a little, I want a little bit more of the spooky stuff. Yeah, that's it. I want a little bit more of the spooky stuff. Uh, if we are going to go Tomb Raiding, I'm, I'm excited about that. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see how how far they're going to deep in, uh, dive into Ahmed and versus Conchu. Yeah, because uh, they're kind of setting up Conchu to look like this great a hole <laughs> again. Yeah, and like this this selfish dude who's just using people. Are we going to find out that that's the truth, or is there, like, because if you dig into it a little bit, you find out that con- one reason why Kanchu is alienated from the rest of these gods was his moral decisions. Like, he was like, you guys want to kill these people off before they've had a chance to do, do something wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm here about doing justice for those who have hurt people, and you're, right now, you're technically killing innocent people. So, right. it's... But also, Kanchu has a very obviously. Kanchu's kind of a jerk. He has a rough way of, of talking and handling people. Yeah, so right. I'm, I'm interested to see: do they find the tomb? Are we going to get a Kanchu versus Ahmet or Ahmet, whatever? Yeah. Uh, and if they're going to dive into that history at all, right? And are they going to tie Celestials into that? Oh, I don't see how this, they don't. To some to some degree. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Um, I would like to see a like a, a more serious tone than go back to it. I'd like to see a little bit less time in the suit. It's like, uh, I appreciate like, I think the suit designs really, really cool. I appreciate the action sequences and stuff, but I think it'd be uh, interesting to see 
more of the character of Mark and uh, Steven outside of this and how they yeah. interact outside of the suit being there. I think we've had a collective I'm loving six minutes between the yeah. almost two hours of show. But I'm loving But Oscar. I'm loving it, yeah. I love Oscar Isaacs and what he's doing. He's incredible. Right. It's fantastic. It's like the best moment of that show was whenever they're, that mirror scene, that mirror scene's fantastic. It's talking, so compelling, dude. Just anytime they're speaking to each other, I love great. when he stands up right. and sees his reflection in the bus and he's like, cool, like, you know, you figured out how to use the suit. Great. But take a look around you. Yeah. Right. Let me fix this. Yeah. Like it's, it's so good. Such, so good. Yeah. But most of all, I just want a good story. There it is. There it is. There it, there is. it is. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> the, it's uh, a great way to wrap the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this bonus episode of one nine hundred nerdy talk. You're saying it so fast so we don't interrupt it. Exactly. Make sure you tune into the main episode this Thursday where the boys talk some other things, including <laughs> Fantastic Beast Three, maybe Doctor Strange, who knows? But maybe a little bit of basketball. Your nerdiest, nerdiest needs on one nine hundred nerdy talk. One of my children definitely opened that door. Yeah, they did. I think it was Jay. I thought that was me squeaking this chair. He's wanting to snitch. <laughs>